Hey guys, welcome back for another episode of Tea Time the Podcast. I sure do have some tea for you tonight. So, I'm just going to get straight into it. So I was talking to a colleague and we kind of just got into it and he was saying that there are so many, you know, coaches as the low-hanging fruit. Consulting is low-hanging fruit. It's easy for people to get into and he sent me a screenshot from something he was reading from a book, a Kindle book. Well, I wouldn't say a Kindle book, but it was from Kindle, Right. So whatever app, if he's using the Kindle app or the, the Kindle actual book, it's an ebook. Anyway, that's besides the point. So he sent me the screenshot and I really pondered on it. And I'm just listening to him and he told me, um, all these coaches, there's so many people buying coaching programs, but where are the success stories? And, you know, I'm just processing everything that he's saying. And then he's saying, if I was a coach, my portfolio would be my success stories, my, my portfolio. Excuse me. I should get... Let me just take a sip of this water. Because I have a, a bit of a cough. <coughs> Alright. I'm recovering from fighting off an oncoming cold. Alright. So. <clears throat> and I thought, you know, that's a very good question. And I thought about posting that question on Facebook, and then I decided, you know what, no. There's too many coaches around that are very sensitive. And not coaches, but people. People are sensitive about everything on the face of the earth from A to freaking Z. Right? You can't post any opinion of yours without it turning into a big debate on Facebook because for some reason, everybody loves to argue on Facebook. You know, people can't see something and keep it moving or debate on good terms, none of that stuff. And even then, sometimes I just want to share my thoughts and I don't really want to discuss, right? So I keep things to myself these days. And if it's really worth it and I feel it's one of those days where I just want to post, I will, but I haven't done it in a while. I've decided to focus my energy on more productive things. And one of those things is this podcast. So if I have some tea to dish, I'm going to do it right here. All right. And I want your opinions. I would love to hear your opinions. But I feel very strongly about this and I'm just going to give it to you. So here's the tea. So my response was to that was, you know what? It's not that easy. It's not that easy. Right, I know that anything is easy, but it's easy to say, oh, it's my portfolio and I'm just going to step out there and kill it. But it doesn't work like that because at the end of the day, you are working with clients. These clients are human beings. They have personalities. And you think, like even, okay, with web design or branding or any sort of service that requires the input of the person that you are providing the service for, it's a collaboration. And you need them to do their part. It's like a team project. You know how in school everyone complains that you don't like team projects because somebody always ends up doing more work than the other. And this isn't to bash clients. Let me clarify that. Because I have some beautiful clients that I enjoy working with. But this is the facts and this is the reality. And we hear this all the time. Everywhere. You got to do the work. You got to do the work. 
But those are the facts. You have to do the work. You just have to. I have spent a lot of my 20s with shortcuts. All right? I had a less than desirable... I wouldn't say less than desirable. Actually, rewind. There were shortcuts. And I found and I learned the hard way. You burn and you learn, right? And I think in the business world, many people are burning... I'm not sure if they're learning. I mean, I'm sure many people are learning and then other people are just quitting altogether because they refuse to see the error of their ways. All right? Stay with me now. Stay with me. Um, so as a mom, I find, you know, you have young kids. They want to take shortcuts, right? And from my life experiences, I have learned there is no shortcuts. You just have to do the work. I listen to certain podcasts and people with extremely strong work ethic would always tell you, you have to do the work. And it really has helped shape me and helped me to grow because a lot of the things that I have learned in some podcasts and not just like things on business or whatever, but just developing yourself as an individual and just growth in general and how they would be able to build their empires and be so successful is strong work ethic. All right. <coughs> I, they say this is the greatest time to be alive. Actually not the, I say it as well. It's the greatest time to be alive. There's no best time like now to market yourself, your business, your expertise, all this good stuff. But with that comes the flaws. It comes with the flaws that it's so easy that people think having a business is just a matter of creating a Facebook page or an Instagram page saying, hey, these are my services, and boom, I'm a business owner. Right? That's, some, that's, part of, that's some steps, but that doesn't make you a business owner. You have to be making money, one. Two, you have to put in the work. You can't just have a page and play on it and post on it and say, oh, I'm posting daily, um, but I'm not getting any clients and I have a business. It just doesn't work like that. You need to have clear strategy. You need to have a business model. You have to have a business plan. And I'm not here to talk and rant on business, but really my tea tonight is about doing the work. And let me get back to the point I was making about my life experience. I've learned that there are no shortcuts. So when I see my kids making shortcuts in their schoolwork or in cleaning up, I tell them there is no reward without the work. One day I was driving and I was, you know, giving my son a lesson and more or less scolding him verbally. Like, you can't do that. You just have to do the work. Did you revise the work? How do you expect to pass the test? And just like that, it came to me. You want rewards. They love to get the rewards when they do well. But there's no rewards without the work. And I noticed that he took a shortcut. So that's where it came from. I was like, there is no reward without the work. And I was like, you know what? These are good affirmations to say. I was like, no, say it with me three times. There is no reward without the work. There's no reward without the work. There's no reward without the work. And I made sure he said it with me. Because what I have found and what blows my mind is that people pay for stuff that they don't use. I have seen people pay $2,300 on coaching programs. There are coaching programs that are $2,300, $2,500, that people will pay for, and they don't do the work. They join these wonderful masterminds. They join these wonderful um, 
group coaching programs, even one-on-one -on -one coaching programs, and they disappear on the coaches. So when I heard him say, look, th these were my testimonials, it doesn't work like that because the client is also responsible for their success. They have to do the work. If I take on a client and they don't submit their homework, I can't do the website, I can't complete it. Then therefore, there's nothing for me to put in my portfolio unless I decide to just put Laura Ipsum text and decide to just finish it and to have something to show. But usually that's what happens a lot. And this is not to put the blame on client or to put the blame on the service provider because I just more or less entertain it's broken on both ends of the spectrum because they are the good people who work hard and then, well, actually, you know, they are good people who start off with good intentions. They start off with good intentions and they start off working hard. And then they realize, hey, people are willing to spend money and not do the work. Let me just craft up some bullshit program. Excuse my language. Craft up some bullshit program. I'm going to give it a catchy phrase and a catchy challenge and make this amount of money in X amount of days. And people love that stuff. They lap it up. Because it gives you the illusion that you don't have to do much work. There's this magic formula. And then you're just going to punch in this code. And I'm just going to start making money. And it just doesn't work like that. It just doesn't work like that. You have to find that thing that's going to work for you. And it's going to also take lots of trial and error. But you cannot find the trial and error if you don't start doing the work. So you're going to spend years of shortcuts and then you're going to wonder why am I not making money because there's no lessons for you to learn from actually there is the lesson is there's no shortcut first to begin with but you're not going to get into the real lessons if you aren't doing the work I am so sorry to come on here in a tangent but actually that's what tea time is tea time is the real whole card facts and the truth and that's when I go off on a tangent that's me dishing it real and I don't mean it in any type of way but it's just the facts it's just what needs to be said it just needs to be said so if you take away anything from this there is no rewards without the work sure there are those and it, these are actually no <laughs> let me get tied up these are actually stats that there are those exceptions. There is a percentage of exceptions that has happened to go viral. They go viral and they make tons of money and they are able to realize, okay, I, I went viral and I'm going to make this day. Because you can go viral. It's like a one-hit wonder. You can make a hit and you can just become irrelevant. But there are those who make a hit aka go viral and able to be like you know what i need to make the most out of this and build my business and make use of this popularity that i have right here <clears throat> all right but in most cases you have to work and you have to keep at it and it's going to take a couple years before you really solidify yourself in your market you can't just come out here for a couple months or a year I mean, you could have success in a couple months and a year, but the point is, on average, you need to pass that three-year mark. That's why the banks ask for financials for three years because they know what they're looking for. But, um, yeah, that's just what it is. So let me stop and take a drink.
So yeah, there's no reward without the work. And one last thing I wanted to make a mention of that I told this particular person is that I don't call myself a coach. I'm not a coach, but I like to share and encourage others. That's just part of who I am and what I do in business. I am multifaceted. I consider myself to be. I'm not just somebody who's just spitting branding and web design, branding and web design. But I would have my own lessons to share and things that I would have consumed and words of encouragement that I can pass along. And I find myself falling in to a little bit, like you're giving people a word, right? And you find yourself, you see people with so much potential. So eventually I wouldn't call myself a coach, but I find myself coaching some people. And I say, stop waiting, stop procrastinating. Because I know that's something I personally struggle with as well. Right? <clears throat> so you keep pressing and I want to share that encouragement. But I feel the coaches. I feel it on their end too. Because people are filled with excuses. People are filled with excuses. And let me say that one more time. People are filled with excuses. I know it's hard. I know it's rough. I'm a business owner myself. It's hard to get your to-do list done all the time. You're a mom. You're going to school. But the point is you have to find a way. Where there's a will, there's a way. That's another thing I've been saying a lot. Where there's a will, there's a way. And it applies to everything in life. Personal, being a mother, a single mother. That Where there's a will, there's a way. You watch certain people and you wonder how they did that. Just yesterday, I was at a branding workshop. And I was brought to tears. I won't say I was brought to tears. I teared up a bit because a woman said she went to England with no money to pursue her dream. And people will sit there in their heads, well, I need a strategy and I need a this and I need to do that and I need and I need and I need and I want to make sure everything's in place. And I want it to be perfect. And she just went out there and made it happen. When you want something bad enough, you make it happen. So if you aren't making money in your business, self-audit yourself. If something isn't happening fast enough for you, self-audit yourself. Sometimes we're always looking outside for what we need when we really need to look inside for what we need. A lot of the times people say these affirmations and they tell you to say these affirmations, which are good. I am enough. I have all that I need. I have all, I am resourceful. If you're resourceful, well, be resourceful. Where and essentially what I'm saying is stop making excuses. Where there's a will, there's a way. You want it bad enough. Stop being so complacent. I know I myself need a shake-up sometimes. And we need somebody to call us out on it. So today, if you are listening and you need a call out, I'm calling you out on your excuses because I hear it every single day. Not just in with clients who aren't submitting their homework or who re refuse to dig deep when you are on the strategy call with them and you ask them questions like, who do you serve? Why? Who's your ideal client? You're not sure. Okay, think about it and get back to me. Don't just couple and say, uh, I don't know, you know. I don't know. Well, you need to go and find out. Don't just surrender and be like, well, I don't know. 
but can we just get it done? I can't get it done because I need you to dig deep and figure out who your ideal client is so that you could get the best representation for your business possible. People are responsible for their results as well. It's a collaboration. You don't just throw money at whatever it is that you want unless you're buying food or you're buying a ticket, you know, but something where you want to see results requires work on your part. And too often I've seen people who are just willing to just go into debt, buy program after program, and not utilize it. And then be like, well, it's not working for me. How is it not working for you? Did you use it? Did you try it out? Did you make an effort? Or did you just make an excuse that, well, I have work of, of uh, a day job, but well, then you're wasting your time. That's what I would say. Because on the flip side, they are getting paid. And, or I'm getting paid. I, I want to see people grow. I want to see people use this stuff. You know? So it really blows my mind Well, it's not fully utilized. And I, I don't just see this in my industry. I just see it all around where people go to a marketing person, but they aren't doing their part. So again, I don't this is not to come down on clients in particular. Because on the flip side, there are some lame professionals, for lack of a better term, who are just giving you BS. But you are buying into the BS as well. So like I was telling them. Both sides are broken, and there isn't just, we can't just come down on the coaches. We have to look at even the people who are buying from the coaches. And the fact that everyone is just trying to make a shortcut to getting their money. There is no reward without the work. And that's my tea for you guys tonight. That's all I have for you. Join me again for the next episode of Tea Time, the podcast. Thanks for listening. Share this with someone.